0: Hello, it's January 22nd, 2021, episode 17. And after careful consideration, as I develop the format and style and grow along with this podcast, I decided that I wanted to incorporate a new segment at the top of every podcast called It's News to Me. Now take note. And this is where I will speak about issues, world news, or even any one single topic, including LGBTQ plus issues. However, I will only touch on it very briefly, simply alerting you to news you may want to check out on other news media platforms, as this is not a media podcast. It is more of a uh, vlog, blog, Podcast, <laughs> personal experiences, um, and I also don't have any journalistic background. Um, however, I find that I am experiencing much joy in creating and the artistic aspects, development, writing, producing. In this podcast every week and it's been almost two months as of now so thank you for your support perhaps I found a new calling so that said it's news to me so take note so COVID-19 is still raging as we may or may not heard I'm usually watching the news or some kind of educational programming. And I hear that vaccines are being distributed, but they're having some logistics issues. And I just hope for the greater good and humanity that they figure this out and resolve it sooner rather than later. And maybe you want to go and investigate that and Google it for yourself so you know exactly the logistics that I was talking about. And as I mentioned before, I will do my very best to not bring politics into this space, only if absolutely necessary. And as I explained before, I will keep it very, very briefly. That said, I will continue to encourage, inspire, hopefully build your confidence or provide guidance, share facts and tips about relationship issues, that affect every human on planet Earth. Now, more specifically, gay men in the LGBTQ plus community. However, I feel my experiences can bring relatable stories to every human attempting any relationship go or interaction. Wouldn't you agree? Love is love, as they say, and the issues that we face are similar in any type of relationship, whether you're heterosexual, bisexual, queer, homosexual, etc. And I will always do my best to provide as much information as possible, available to me based on fact, personal experience, and accurately as possible. So welcome, I am your host, and Voss. Now, whether you're here for the first time or are a returning listener, loyal fan of the show, I'm happy to have you join me on this episode of Take Note Male Hearts. I will discuss the topic of this episode in a few moments, but first, I'd like to invite you to please follow for future notifications of upcoming episodes, share it with a friend, or on your social media platforms. If you feel that this information on this or any other episode could benefit someone you know in a positive way. By doing so in this way and many others, as always, your support or monthly subscription for this podcast is also appreciated in any amount. However, it's not required. As you may or may not know, on this and every episode, I will be sharing my views about many topics regarding personal struggles, challenges, opinions, advice, tips, and firsthand experience with the intention of helping and, if possible, preventing you from experiencing the same mistakes I made throughout the years. However, I don't have my previous partner's consent to offer many details, for example, personal information or full name or city that they live in. That being said, I feel I must respect their privacy. I promise all accounts shared of these events are as true and accurate as possible to the best of my knowledge. And we are going to get to the topic of the show and jump right in. Now, the topic of this show is following your heart. As you know, I'm very strict now about how I've chosen to proceed with my life and dating guidelines and boundaries and I would even dare to call them rules or laws that I will never ever bend or will allow to be broken again. Now based on my God-given wisdom and personal life choices in the past, that did not turn out as I expected that forced me to reflect on what it is that I truly desire out of life posing the following questions what is it that would make my life feel like I'm living it to the fullest what will it be that I will figure out that would Fulfill me in propelling me forward while remaining optimistic, level-headed, and goal-oriented. When should we listen to our brain's logical thoughts of inspiration, conflicting reasonings, insecurities, self-doubt? How much attention should we allow each thought? And if we do, think over and over and overthink? As we do this, are we doing ourselves a favor or something other than this? Now, if we don't pay attention to our thoughts, would you agree that that is the equivalent of sweeping it under the rug? I do. Would you still feel insecure that you did not address it I believe I would. I believe that if you're not addressing a situation and you let it linger, it basically leads to feelings of more insecurity, more anxiety, and resentment, and ultimately ending any relationship, whether it be a friendship or not. Especially a relationship, work environment. We have to speak up, speak politely, and explain ourselves in a manner that's not invading our privacy but letting them know that you felt in some way disrespected at some level. Would it be liberating to speak your mind and deal with the issues that are taking up so much of your time that could be forcing you to feel something that is not fulfilling, fruitful, and rewarding? And based on what I mentioned in the previous question, the answer to that would also be yes. Or should we stop all thought process and try to ignore our mind and focus on what our hearts feel? Think about that. Sometimes you feel something in your chest and sometimes you feel something in your head. You feel, you think differently. Now this brings me to the topic and main point of this conversation. I was online a couple days ago as I usually do when I'm home alone and I want to watch something with substance, with some level of education or some quality of that involved. And I'm not saying that I watch documentaries all the time, not that there's anything wrong with that. However, I do appreciate a good docu-series. A huge fan of that sort of broadcasting streaming content. And I feel as though if I'm watching that instead of working out and taking full advantage of my day and still being able to lounge around in a comfortable setting with a warm blanket and maybe a cup of coffee or warm tea with my own company. Now, <laughs> this may sound sad or may not if you can relate and you enjoy it as well. In which case I invite you to date me. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, we could be meant for each other. And well, what have we got to lose, right? we might find what we both have been searching for. Or maybe it's wishful thinking. So moving on, as I was saying, I was watching a few random suggestions from YouTube when I came across this video. And as I began to watch it, the title basically explained that they found a discovery that we would not believe. And so, naturally, being as curious as I am, the host was Greg Braden, I invite you to go check him out, not that he's paying me for anything or he's a sponsor, I just, I'm just sharing information and the kind of programming that I watch. So he was explaining the discovery of a brain in our hearts. Yes, you heard me correctly. We have a small brain in our hearts and it's extremely fascinating. So from what I understand, just as we have neurons in our brains that fire that are triggered by human bodily functions, the day-to-day tasks, normal actions like talking, creating, thinking, memories, strong information processing in our brains. He goes on to explain how the cells in the brain and in the heart are similar. He continues to talk about how The same memories that are in our brain are also archived, per se, in our hearts. And not figuratively speaking, but literally. Our hearts think different than our brains and our hearts feel differently, independently from the human brain. And these cells are also in tuned to our surroundings and our intuition. I was amazed by what I was listening to and as I sat there, I could not help think about all the phrases we as a society hear or have written songs about for centuries. Now, examples can be, you can't decide on taking a job or following your career path. What do we say? Listen to your heart. You're having doubts between loving him or remaining friends. What do we say? Follow your heart. If something is bothering you, your heart feels heavy. If someone passed away, we experience loss. We suffer from a broken heart. When you break up with someone or somebody breaks up with you, you begin feeling sad inside your heart. If you have a decision to make, People usually will say, look within your heart, you'll find the answer. If someone is kind to you or does something nice for us, genuinely connects with us, we say, he touched my heart or they touched my heart. So that you felt something within your heart. And what's our natural reaction when that happens? to lift your hand and put it on your chest and say, oh my God, or that was so sweet, or wow, that's so beautiful. The first instinct is to grab our hands, one of our hands or both, and put them on our chest and say, wow. You don't put it on your head because it was heartfelt. Or when someone loves you and we say, I love you too, with a gesture by putting your hand on their chest or you tell them that you love them and you put your hand on your chest and you say, I love you, I love you. You're putting your hand on your chest. Where is that sensation coming from? Your heart. Or even when we experience something great as a nation or community or with a friend, the things we say that truly mean something, again, it's a heartfelt moment. And that goes, goes along with your intuition, excuse me. It comes from your heart. And it was also explaining that how we can merge our brains with our heart. That's to say our brains in our skull with the small brain within our hearts. He talks about the evolution and goes into how complex the neural network, as he puts it, as an extended neural network that gives us the abilities that no other form life or life form, I should say, at least no other life form on this planet that we know of today have and we have those abilities and when we figure out these abilities out and how it works it opens the doors to new realms of possibilities to what it means to be fully enabled and capacitated he was also mentioning that this discovery was made in 1991 so it's fairly recent and it's interesting because he also mentions that As a society, we have been uh, participating in heart transplants. Not as a whole, as a society as a whole, but as, you know what I mean. (laughs) Doctors have been uh, practicing transplants since the 1960s. And I don't want to talk too much about the show because I would like you to go watch it. It's about 30 minutes long and trust me as soon as you start watching within the first three minutes of the of the show you will definitely get drawn in and it's very very interesting. So I didn't explain all of it there but I will speak to a couple of more things and then I will continue with my thoughts. So what he was mentioning also I must say that The reason I don't want to talk a lot about it is because I don't need any copyright violations or lawsuits. (laughs) So um, yeah, I'm starting out and I don't need that right now. Uh, But it's talking about what they found and it's basically this. It's a cluster of cells within the heart. It's about 40,000 specialized cells that are called the sensory neurites, he says. That is a very technical term and it means that essentially they are like brain cells but they're in your heart. And they are concentrated in such a way that scientists now call them the little brain within your heart. And I just think it's amazing. So it got me thinking about many aspects of my life and situations that I've been in and every other phrase that I mentioned earlier. That these are phrases, there's one phrase in Spanish and I don't know if you might have heard it, if you're you're bilingual, you're listening to this, you might have heard it. It's basically when someone says that they have a corazonada. Now, the word in there is a heart feeling and basically translated into English, it's, it's having, the closest translation would be to having a gut feeling. Whether it be good or bad, you usually feel it within your heart. Una corazonada. Now, your logic, your brain, will tell you to run away or fight. That's when our flight or fight sensory system kicks in in our brain, correct? And it's just astonishing how complex the human body is. Well, when it comes to matters of the heart, now after watching this episode, now I believe that this is what we as humans have been referring to for centuries without realizing that there is actually a scientific reason for it. And that these phrases did come from somewhere. We didn't have a real idea, and we were going off based on what we were feeling. And that we do feel, and we do think, and we make decisions based on that feeling within our hearts. And the irony <laughs> is not lost on me. This makes me even more fascinated, and it solidified my thoughts and my way of thinking in such a way that when I decided that I wanted to speak with you, mainly in a space, in a gay space for men that was more intimate, more personal on a podcast was because you were hearing my voice. The meaning and the emphasis and input on what I say to you was worthwhile. And I thought about that when I listened to this and I was creating this show. When I was creating the, this podcast as an extension of my Twitter account, Two Male Hearts, back then I didn't know this. The funny thing is, though, is that that's the first name that came to me when I was creating the account for advice, tips, like I'm doing now. And I, the only thing I could think of was, I want to speak to men. I want to convey a message from my heart to theirs. And ultimately, I would feel closer to you. It makes sense to me why I named that account Two Male Hearts. After going over several names and thought, two male hearts. Hmm. My mind, I could not get that name out of my head. It just felt right. And I tried other names because I wanted to have an account which was more broad and had a, a wider audience. But I just came back to this. Why? Because I was speaking from the heart. And I wanted you to feel mine. I wanted you to feel what my heart was feeling. I wanted to connect with you more deeply. You know, when I started that account, at the beginning, I would post and share relationship advice, dating advice, tips, basically what I'm doing now. On a tweet, and I gained around 16,000 followers. Now, the followers to me is not important. I was just hoping I would help somebody in any kind of way possible. But then, as I started developing that Twitter account, when I began modifications, I noticed. When I started posting tweets without a picture of some half dressed stud or nude male model with the tweet, then I realized that my followers were dwindling and then it made it even more clear that they weren't following my advice. They were following the naked men. (laughs) But my intention was to speak to the male heart from one heart to another man to man as they say in this case I was speaking about matters of the heart hence the name Two Male Hearts and now this podcast that was created December 2nd 2020 Male Hearts take note Male Hearts the intent remains the same my style has evolved based on a feeling so ironically enough I'm literally speaking from my heart to the little brain in yours. Wow. And an interesting discovery that it was for me as well, and a very fitting one for my intentions of this account, this podcast, along with my Instagram, which is also take note male hearts if you'd like to follow me there. Now I'm going, to little, I'm going to share a little more of the backstory and this way we can have a better understanding of why this is fascinating. So what they figured out is that the heart has a brain that could remember. And this was because as we know, as I mentioned before, in the 1960s, transplants began And people with heart transplants began to have cravings of food that the donor, the heart donor, not the recipient, the recipient would have cravings that the heart donor would have once they had the heart. Or there was a story that he's going to explain about a young girl who received a heart from a victim. And because of dreams she was having, they were able to prosecute the assailant and that to me is just very interesting because our hearts do hold on to memories and it's interesting to me when I think back to the videos that I've seen of people with Alzheimer's and dementia yet when they can't remember their family members or they can't remember things with accuracy or much detail, it's when they put music on that their body language changes and they feel connected somehow. I think at that moment, they're no longer feeling with their brain, they're feeling with their heart. And their heart, because your brain archives memories and so does your heart, I think that's when they tap into that. So if you'd like to listen to it, I would like you to check it out, it's on YouTube, and the title of it is This Recent Discovery is So Powerful It Defies Belief by Greg Braden. and it's very interesting and thought-provoking for sure. So take note, male hearts, I would like you to create a space and time every day. If it's two minutes to five minutes to reflect and feel what is in your heart and what it's telling you. Listen to your intuition. Ride that emotional realm. Feel those vibrations through your whole body. And when you do, feel your energy. Take a deep breath and exhale slowly, like all those gurus and yoga and everybody that tells you to do this kind of thing and you just brush it off. It literally made me think differently about our bodies. Then you'll think logically what your brain wants and emotionally what your heart feels and needs. Dig deep from those past memories, and perhaps you'll find your new answer. What's your new goal? I encourage you to live your life with true intention, spread kindness, Remember that the universe loves you and is watching over you. I want to thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. As always, I'm delighted to have you join me. I love you. Be well. And as long as I have positive, encouraging stories to share, I will be speaking with you on the next one.